0: <laughs> Hi, Ollie! Happy
1: Halloween. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I was doing my witch cackle Ooh, that all that was a day good yesterday. cackle. Oh, no, I have a really cackle. good witch cackle, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. know that about you. Yeah,
0: apparently, I, well, I guess I think I've been working on it so often because the only, like, lesson I do every year, the thematic lesson, is a Halloween lesson. <laughs> And
1: so like, everything else only... is a total free yeah, so for all. Yeah, it's a free for all.
0: Going by the textbook, I'm one of those teachers. I always go by the textbook until it's Halloween time, and then all of a sudden I'm like the <laughs> witch. <laughs> so like that's the only time my my kids also know that I give out candy. Oh
1: Halloween. yeah, because I'm one of the,
0: of course one of those teachers who never gives out candy either. So they're like, yes, sister
1: teacher's cool today. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this one time a year, I'm the best person ever. <laughs> I'm the best teacher ever. I was literally just telling my friend that I, who's staying with us, that I was thinking about like turning off all the lights and just sleeping
0: for Halloween. I mean, the, like, it's so sleepy. so exhausting like this, like I have been having so many nightmares and things like I am just done with this Samhain time. I'm yeah, like, can let's we let the this veil over, thicken <laughs> back up. Yes, please. <laughs> let us, let's thicken this back up a little bit because it's too thin for me and I'm just tra- it's being traumatized over and over and yeah. Over, so. So, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, despite being the sleepiest versions of ourselves, we're getting shit done, girlfriend. We are.
0: We are working
1: as much as we can. Yeah. In addition to our actual full-time jobs. Actual job (laughs)
0: exactly. I'm like, we are hustling. So we were our guest stars on a Heating Bosom's Patreon episode talking about witchy stuff.
1: Yes, that's true. I like guest stars being Thank the you. word choice you made. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know like what to say, like so guest stars it was.
0: But yes. it dropped like half an hour ago, and I am mildly yeah. panicking that I have not listened to the whole thing yet to make sure I'm not a total asshole.
1: You're never so, a total asshole. Just a small one. I mean, I woke up an hour late to record it. So, if anything, I'm the asshole. <laughs> We're
0: all just assholes. That's the problem. We're all in different ways.
1: But that was super fun to record. It was and I so think sweet. that, I mean, it would be shocking if people who have any remote interest in romance and listen to our podcast haven't already checked out Heaving Bosoms because we talk about it constantly. So we just love you, Aaron. We love you, Melody. But. If you're a Patreon supporter, you should go listen to our episode and just like tell Esther that she's not the asshole I am, and it'll be fine. We'll all it'll be, be okay. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow
0: we got you know four witches on one episode. From everyone is from different time zones. Yeah, we're literally really all well. four of
1: us different time zones. It turns out Alaska and California are not in the same time zone.
0: Yeah, disappointingly.
1: So. <laughs> but yeah, four people is also a lot to record. I don't know how some people do it every single week. I feel like
0: podcast like that they have to be in the same room together looking at each other oh because that's otherwise probably it's true. so hard taking like like it was difficult just listening to the like audio clues to like when you can jump in and say comments and stuff yeah so i feel like it's better medium when
1: you're like all in the same room together that's why to i'm scared to listen other. because there were a couple of moments where i remember being like esther why don't you go first <laughs> <laughs> Just because I could sense that all three, like, Aaron, would ask a question and then all three of us would, like, Kind of pause pause. and wait for someone to jump in. Yeah, Yeah, and since it's a Patreon episode and they don't edit those, neither do we. Our Patreon episodes are all over the place. Barely edited. (laughs) Barely edited. It is a bit more, like... (laughs) Nervous. Yes, very anxious. (laughs) So I will edit them minorly. (laughs) Yeah, but minorly edited, so we're, like, just kept thinking, like... We just need to like keep yeah. it moving, people. Keep it moving. Yeah, You're I need to director. have Esther not <laughs> worry about stepping on anyone's toes. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah. the other thing besides that that we're doing is that our wildly tarot deck bags are officially for sale through they Moonlit are. Phase Etsy. Yes, I am so excited. We haven't closed our contest to win <laughs> one yet, but we will by the time this episode airs. Airs.
0: So you have like 5 hours left by the time yeah. this episode drops.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> if you haven't been if you're listening to this and you haven't been tagged, then you should just go to Moonlit Phase Instagram and buy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I was excited because, I like I told Holly, is that I discovered that the size for our deck, like the mini deck bag, is also a good size for other small decks. So, like, white sage yeah.
1: tarot. I put Compendium of Constellations. She
0: took it out, so she's like, ooh, so it's very versatile. So don't just think it's going to just fit our deck in there. You don't yeah. have to buy our deck at all, but just support the bags, and they're Esther, amazing. don't give what? them it out. I mean, yeah, I'm, support the I'm bags. I'm saying buy our <laughs> decks. But I'm saying if Buy the, the deck is not yours. Because
1: honestly, at this point, not selling the bags makes us look worse. than. <laughs> 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 like, nobody knows if nobody buys any more of our decks because only I have the stock list. The stock list, yeah. But if nobody buys the bags, Jenna will know. And we will look like total, total weirdos. <laughs> so protect us from ourselves. Protect us from
0: ourselves. <laughs> Esther has too much anxiety already. She doesn't need to worry about deck bags not being sold. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. About like, us using Patreon money to buy all of our deck bags. Oh, you have...
0: I already decided that we were going to do that. Like, I was like, we're <laughs> just going to take my whole share from Patreon and just buy all the bags. I will have every single deck of mine in a Wildly tear bag.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, our brains, man. We yeah, could use know. a little bit of rest, I think. We could, I think.
0: I, the veil is just too thin. The we're just not just too made thin. for this. <laughs>
1: I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a super
0: fun and spoopy
1: episode. I, Esther, I did notice that you cut out the only part of the conversation about what we were going to do from last episode. Oh,
0: well, I would know. Like, I don't remember cutting exactly everything out. I just cut, no. like, the not specific stuff out. So. You,
1: no, you cut, like, you left a lot more than I thought you were going to. Oh. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> We sound like such idiots, but it's okay. I
0: mean, when do we not sound like idiots?
1: I know. Well, and also it's part of our brand. We're just bumbling, lovely, bumbling, lovely, bumbling, goofballs.
0: Goofballs. <laughs> we have that section of the Tarot Corner down. Yeah,
1: exactly. Nobody comes to us for like earnest spiritual stuff, I don't think. I mean, no. we do. We have we do. earnest spirituality associated with this, but... Who knows? Anyway, yeah. I'm using uh, the Modern Witch Tarot deck, which I pre-ordered on Amazon and just got in the mail yesterday. It is really, really sturdy cardstock.
0: Oh, and you just got the regular edition, right?
1: Yeah, I just got the regular edition. I've heard that the edition, the fancy edition actually has thinner cardstock. Thinner
0: cardstock, card stock, yeah, that's what I heard too, and that the- The gold gilding on the side isn't that great.
1: Oh, shoot. Well, maybe you should just spend the $20 instead of the $60 then. But anyway, so the cardstock, because it's brand new, the cardstock's sharp as hell. Ooh. But the cool thing is that they included a deck-sized print or a card-sized print of that Everything is Fine me. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's sitting right here on my podcast section of my deck.
0: now it's the same size as the deck itself so you could technically shuffle it in
1: yeah but there's already a ten of swords so i don't want oh, to
0: you don't want to okay
1: <laughs> i mean i guess i could just replace the ten of swords to replace the ten of swords if I feel it. like it yeah well, that's a good call anyway so this is a new shuffling noise enter it into your holly shuffling noise repertoire okay master. wait let me let me let me let's ASMR get it yeah exactly let's get a good foley artist situation. okay happen. everything is silent
0: here Oh, that's kind of clunky.
1: It's sort of clunky. I think it sounds clunkier than it. F- I mean, it feels stiff still, which will go away with time. Right. But it sounds clunky, I think, because of how shiny the cards are.
0: Okay. Okay. Because I feel like it's similar, like, cardstock to what um, Moon Power Tarot is. Because it's, like, shiny and, like, gold gilding on the thicker. side. It's much thicker. It's much thicker? Okay. Yeah.
1: Because I I've, I've see, I had your Moon Power. Right. And it's a similar texture, but it's there. Okay. Okay, because that's what Let's it sounded like. Shuffling how, with moon power. I think that that must be a gloss thing. That I think so. Yeah. Nice. Look at how thick that is.
0: Oh wow, that is pretty thick.
1: And this is. Hold on. Oh, see, because I reorganized my desk, I have like the decks that are best to use in the on the podcast. Ooh, look at being all organized. Me. Okay, so. This is the borderless RWS. Oh, wow.
0: That is significant. So it's like a significant.
1: full inch taller.
0: Wow. Because even that borderless uh, RWS deck it's is pretty thick th- itself.
1: Yeah, totally. Anyway, so I'm going to pull a card of the day, but I, wa- I think I want to... Do you want to start by just kind of telling everybody what we're going to be talking about? Because I think that we've sort of alluded to this, especially last week and actually earlier today, too. The weird thing about being a practicing wheel follower, wheel yeah. of the year follower... Is that this sounds like so douchey, but there's like a part of Halloween that just feels really, really, really commercialized, Mm -hmm. which I know for people who are not like Samhain celebrators is the point of Halloween. Like you get dressed up, you buy candy, you blah, 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 blah. But I think because we both follow the wheel of the year, it feels like there's so much focus on like aesthetics, like people looking a certain way and witchiness as sort of a concept and both of us being just like friendly neighborhood kitchen witches. (laughs) Like I'm never going to dress like that. No. I mean, I, I just, even if I wanted to, it would just still not be sort of like a realistic interpretation of how I'm a witch. Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, and how I'm a pagan and all of those things so because we follow the wheel of the year we love spooky stuff year round oh yes but Samhain feels way more ancestral and so we're leaning into more of the sort of traditional fun spooky stuff rather than our own how we're commemorating Samhain and how we're working with our ancestors and how we're you know, addressing the veil being thin and all of that.
0: All of that is really like, to me, so personal, even though like I'm still at the beginning stage of trying to connect with things. And so it's not something I'm ready to share necessarily, yeah. Makes any
1: sense? Well, and there are so many fun, just like funny, spooky things. And that
0: our personalities are like, I mean, we just said we were the bumbling, goofy idiots of tarot. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I feel like this is like our upcoming episode is kind of resembling that. So we're not going to be super like Ouija boards out talking to ghosts here. We're going to just be fun people.
1: So. Uh, so a lot of people are really terrified of Ouija boards. I am not, but I still don't own one. I do have a planchette from Allison Fratham. Mm. But anyway, I got the Emperor, which I love. I think that's kind of nice and structured. So I do think we should kind of go into the structure a little bit more. So this week, what we're going to do is we're going to review the Adorabysmal Oracle from Pixie Occult, Which came out last year, right around Halloween. And it's all cryptids and it's super cute. So we're each going to... We're going to review it, and then we're going to pull cards for the card that represents our relationship with the deck, and then we're going to talk about those cryptids briefly. Yes. The plan after that is to do each do a spread from Fables Den's really, really, really hilarious and awesome Halloween spread uh, package that she created via her website. It's on PDF. We'll link to it in the show notes. And then if we have time after we do our own sort of Halloween-y spread, one for each of us uh we might read for the cryptids like pull some cards for whatever the cryptids issues are yeah
0: (laughs) might as well exactly We have no questions so yay (laughs) yeah
1: because we're not doing questions we wanted this to be a little bit more cash than that yeah let's emperor the shit out of this stay on track Keep moving forward.
0: <laughs> Speaking of emperor, who is leading this next very bolded section? Because there's oh, no, took... <laughs> <laughs> there's no name assigned to it. Uh,
1: yeah. So great job. emperoring, <laughs> uh, Holly. Good job. See, last time you did the outline and that was really great. And this time I did the outline again. And I totally. <laughs> well, I looked
0: at, I was like, okay, Holly's introing the parameters. So, but does that mean that I'm supposed to intro the Bo- door abysmal deck or is yeah. she Why don't you? introing? Are you, okay. you
1: don't have to yell it even though it's all in caps.
0: Okay. Abysmal <laughs> Oracle brings 36.
1: <laughs> this is copy and pasted from their website, which is great. And you can actually see every all, single. All the the website
0: is so adorable because I don't have this deck. And so I would, because you we are decided going this, to
1: though. I can, already I am to. going. Oh no, no, no. That
0: was like, <laughs> Okay, if anyone, because it's very popular deck to like, it gives really strong readings from what we've heard from people, and everyone's yeah. like, I don't know if I really wanted this deck. I'm like, give it to me. I will take <laughs> this deck. I will adopt all the Adorabismals myself.
1: It's really fucking cute. It's They're so like cute. baby cryptids. They it's are like so a adorable. Little wide eyed kraken and stuff. It's the cutest. We'll need thing. to like
0: add a new parameter of cute cryptids <laughs> here. Okay. Adore abysmal oracle brings thirty-six original illustrations of supernatural, mythological, and cryptozoological. Why do you give me all?
1: I know. The I, I saw that word coming, <laughs> and I was like, I should just tell her it's cryptozoological. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, cryptozoological creatures <laughs> from around the Who world did it? <laughs> to the palm of your hand in their cutest incarnations. The Adorabismal Oracle brings Double Duty as both an oracle deck for your day-to-day meditations and divinations, as well as a quick and easy card game.
1: I forgot about the card game component. I okay, did keep too. Going. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
0: the design for both is meant to be simple enough for kids to pick up and interesting enough for adults to enjoy every card features edge to edge artwork which is amazing i love edge to edge artwork by the way yeah
1: i mean i am such a weirdo about it (laughs) (laughs) of these horrible adorables i just want to say adorables horribles oh my god horrible adorables (laughs) is what i want to call our listeners no i won't they're it's too late (laughs) it's too late okay Okay. horrible adorables is what i want our listeners to call us (laughs) yes yes Horrible adorables. Okay, we got it, Holly.
0: We're going to make merch now.
1: I've always wanted
0: a nickname. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Pix and Colt. Hopefully you didn't TM that. Okay. (laughs) An associated element and a keyword based on their unique history. A guide booklet that includes brief blurbs on the folklore, themes of the creatures, and rules for the adorabismal card game comes with each deck. All in all, a small size with a custom tux box. Tux box?
1: (laughs) it's very a cust- fancy <laughs> a custom tux box
0: tux box
1: <laughs> okay cryptozoological i get but the word tuck esther <laughs> i'm
0: just combining the words together and reading it as like tux box uh, this is this is a pretty I typical i should give you paragraphs episode. to
1: read it's
0: too <laughs> no, stressful no i'm just like no it's, no it's it's just that this is pretty typical of what a horrible adorable episode is like yeah exactly all in a small size with a custom tuck box that makes it easy to pocket and take with you on the go however you choose to use your adorabismal deck it is my hope that these cute and spooky creatures will bring some fun to your day
1: Yay! We did it! Okay, so I looked up the card game, and because each of the cards has an (laughs) elemental symbol associated with it, it's a two- to four-person game because of the number of cards. They're basically like, you can also buy more if you want to include more people, but basically (laughs) your goal is to accumulate the most points every time, so each player has three cards, um, and the remaining cards are a draw pile, and they all... Basically, there are rules, but it turns out that Like, kind of the way that it goes is after discarding around in a circle, you get points based on, like, sort of the elemental symbols that you have in your hand. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: So each of them means something. Like, if you have two fire cards, all other players discard one card from their hand, and you get a point. If you have two airs, you draw a card from the discard pile and earn one point. If you have two water, you draw a card from either pile and get one point. Okay. And if you have two earth, you draw a card from the draw pile and you get one point. So basically, the current the the game ends when the current player is unable to draw three cards from the combined piles during their draw phase. I'm not sure what that means. Anyway. That probably so that's means that there's fun. not three cards at the end. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. I think that that's kind of a fun way. I like it when Oracle decks include something like that because then, like, this deck is a deck that I haven't successfully used a lot for, like reflection and divination because it has a lot of really harsh I mean they're cryptids so it themes it's the themes are more like constraint theft mystery chaos (laughs) you know consume there's not that many with like really positive
0: like in the in the blurb that I read for like 20 minutes they said that the meanings came from the cryptid themselves and a lot of cryptids have like mysterious backgrounds and like not good intentions towards others so
1: General impressions and vibes of this deck. Fucking adorable. It's
0: really adorabismal. That's what it is.
1: It's so, so cute. All of the little cryptids look like child versions of themselves. Yeah,
0: they're all, like, really early on versions. They're not, like, adults.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, there's even, like, a My Little
0: Pony, you guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're just so freaking cute. And so I think that it's, like, really fun and spooky, but also playful. And so it doesn't seem... Like, it's not upsetting in the way that uh deviant moon is upsetting to see to me and it's funny because the illustrations feel sort of similar like the really big eyes and the kind of creepy bodies but this is not creepy it's just adorable yes yes and very spooky because this is a halloween episode it is very spooky (laughs) spooky deck but i just think it's really really cute i'm glad that i i think it's one of the first couple of kickstarters that i supported i think
0: so i think it was like the second or something because yeah. I remember. Yeah, this before
1: I became a Kickstarter super backer, which is now <laughs> a literal thing that they do. you get like a
0: percentage back. off when you get a super
1: backer? Uh, that's what my thought was. I was like, come on, you got to get something out of that. It was the yeah. third Kickstarter deck I ever backed. Wow. The first one being a deck of playing cards, so it barely even counts. And then <laughs> the second one being Mesquite Tarot, and then oh, Adore Abysmal. Okay. And then just an explosion of every single thing of anything world.
0: that comes up on Kickstarter, pretty much. <laughs>
1: I have a problem, but anyway. So I'm I'm really glad that I backed it, even though I don't use it that often because it's really fun just to look through. Like I just like I love cryptids. We talked about this on our episode with Claire from Black of the Moon. Cryptids are like so much fun.
0: I am starting to get the hang of cryptids. I feel like they're kind of like aliens to me because I don't do aliens. Like the closest to aliens was like the barbarian alien romance novels. That's like the closest to aliens I've ever gotten. And how
1: I talk about my corporeal form all the time. Yes, that too.
0: <laughs> Holly is the closest thing I have to an alien in my life. <laughs> and probably the only thing I will allow is being alien. Yeah, that's So, fine. so yeah. So I'm just, I'm like starting to like inch my way into the cryptid life. I have tried and attempted, but some of it's just like, um, these are a little stupid, but I think these are really good introduction two like cryptid and mythological backgrounds and yeah, stuff like because they have
1: he distilled the thousands of cryptids that exist in lore through. oh yeah because the they have like
0: chupacabra they have demons they have severus they have bigfoot i mean it's oh, it's is like the a severus big is, like, the variety
1: cutest thing in the entire it's world so
0: adorable <laughs> it's like baby puppies you guys with a baby puppy with three heads
1: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> baby puppy baby is a puppy but a baby oh, dog is a puppy. my
1: baby puppy Aww, hi maggie mac hop up hi, She's injured from her weird tail injury. Oh Come yeah, yeah, here. yeah. Get up! Uh, she wagged too hard and sprayed blood all over our house because she was knocking. She it blessed your house. She like put a blood offering on your house. Yeah, it's exactly. The That's it's a spooky thawin. as hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so my I love cryptids a lot, and I um I always I mean I guess I'm the same way with like pantheons of gods. I'm like, sure, why can't they exist? Yeah. Like, I am a total science person. I really understand the value of science and feel very strongly about it. But when it comes to, like, cryptids or, like, most spiritual beliefs, I'm like, sure. All of this can be right. Why not? (laughs) None of this means anything anyway. As long as you're not hurting anybody. As of a hundred
0: years ago, DNA was magic until science had a way to explain it. For as well, all as we know, scientists have a way to explain certain yeah. things right now. So and also
1: like the funny so we went to Loch Ness uh two oh, yes, years yes, yes. ago and Nathan started out by being like, Oh, this will be fun to like, you know, hear their spiel about the Loch Ness monster. And by the end of it, he's like, I'm not saying I believe in the Loch Ness monster, I'm just saying it's worth exploring. He's
0: like, <laughs> Why can't they go to, into the depths with Yeah, like, exactly? Why does
1: the government not let them blah, 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 blah? And I'm like, dang, Nathan, all right. We're Nessie believers in this household now, I guess. And
0: speaking of which, there is a Nessie card in this I know, which is really the reason I bought it. it. It's
1: the cutest little tiny Nessie in the whole world. Okay, so, I mean, the readings I've used it for are very few and far between. I just can't really get a handle on how to use this deck.
0: Yeah. Well, because, like, looking at all the meanings, they're very, like, potent and powerful. It's not like they're gentle. It's not like Companion of Constellation where there's, like, a variety. Yeah. Most of them are very heavy-handed on, not, I wouldn't say negative, but just being in your face.
1: Like, omen, trickery, invulnerability, swiftness, lies, distraction, ruin, ruin. endure, story, creation, expanse, envy, glamour, cruelty. So, you can see, just from me flipping through, like, ten, the proportion of positive to a little bit more intense cards is right pretty low. It's pretty. It's pretty intense.
0: So you definitely have to like understand what you're getting into when you're doing a reading with this deck.
1: Yeah, exactly. So my first favorite is Nessie because fucking duh, I just love yeah, Nessie so she's much. She's so cute. It's the cutest thing in the whole world, it and I love so Loch Ness. Cute. I love that part Aww. of Scotland. It's so pretty. Uh, I also really like the Kraken again because I just. <laughs> Look at this freaking kraken! It's so cute!
0: (laughs) It's like like a not-scary kraken. Like, that's the problem, is that these cryptids are really not-scary. They were, like,
1: hilariously cute. And the demon is, like, snickering into its hands, which is just hilarious. (laughs) I love the demon card. Will of the Wisp is really adorable because it's just, like, a speck of light. Oh, yes, yes. With eyes. That kind of
0: reminds me, there's, like, a fire calcifer from howl's moving castle and that to me that little flame there looks yeah, like it's a calcifer. similar shame. yeah similar illustration yeah style
1: and then i also really like mermaid oh yes mermaid
0: was i loved mermaid. and she's
1: like a spooky mermaid not she's a beauty so mermaid spooky. which is really fun but she is looking at the ring and her little shell like Ooh, Ooh. shiny hi baby girl are you gonna come sit with me she's on high alert oh and so yeah those are my favorites so
0: I like let's scrolling, scrolling. I like Bigfoot because Bigfoot's cute in this little card. Bigfoot yeah. is adorable. He's like just a Bigfoot, and just he has a ladybug in his hand. He's How can not he not
1: just him? a Bigfoot? He's he just isn't a, a cryptid. He's perfect.
0: I liked the fairy because she's like the imp, and she's a really cool haircut, and she's yeah. riding a little ladybug again. Ladybugs, Hydra, of course, snakes like the five-headed dragon snake. Wait, one, two, three. There is five heads. Okay. Yeah yeah, 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 okay. I was like, how many heads? <laughs> Kitsune, which is like Japanese folklore, the nine-tailed fox, and I thought it was interesting that they meant that this fox meant wisdom. I'm pretty oh, sure I like because that because the nine tailed fox I was supposed to be trickster but so it's interesting that they instead of being the trickster card they interpreted it as the um wisdom card so I thought that was really interesting because there are the
1: less are so frequently tricksters I like it when there's something else oh my gosh the more tails a kitsune has the wiser and more powerful it's said to be that's fun. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I don't, I mean, this is probably unsurprising because I was raised in the United States and have never been to Asia or lived in Asia, but I don't have such a good handle on Asian cryptids.
0: Yeah. They're a little weird. They're more like animal based. Anyway. Cool. Um, I love the Kraken because it's an adorable octopus.
1: I know. Is it not it's the most so, adorable octopus so in the whole world? I already think octopi are adorable. Octopuses is actually how you pluralize that word. Just FYI. I actually think all all octopuses are so cute. I just love them so much. But this one's especially cute.
0: Like they're amazing animals. They can squeeze through small holes and they can change colors. They're vintage. And they can look like rocks in the ground. Yeah. And they have like three dicks instead of hands.
1: Wow. That is something I didn't know about octopuses. I'm pretty sure it's an octopus and not a squid. (laughs) <laughs> i feel
0: like that was in the hp group like two weeks ago oh okay God. and then my last one is the my little pony version called sleeping sleeping near sleeping near i want to sleep some some near okay I Sleep some near. so it's oh it's odin's horse
1: oh cool
0: and it has eight legs but it looks like a my little pony if you look at it and my little pony with eight legs so i think it's really cute
1: yeah underworld so. and swiftness
0: it is an offspring of loki and his connection to underworld
1: oh i like it the
0: best horse among the gods and men
1: oh that's what i consider myself as well i'm the best <laughs> horse among gods and men okay so let's pull a card that we can talk about the lore of those specific cards okay and we'll just cut out the googling yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> all right so esther you got risulka okay which means constrained. Yes. And I got the cat Sith, which means theft. theft. <laughs> so let's, I'm gonna read the little definitions from in here and then we can go through our Wikipedia findings. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ruzulka, no, Rusalka, constrained element, water. A beautiful water spirit from Eastern Slavic folklore that would constrict young men with its long red hair and pull them underwater. Ooh, a redhead! Yes. And cat Sith is theft. Its element is air. A Celtic fairy appearing as a black cat with a white spot on its chest said to steal souls from the recently deceased.
0: Ooh.
1: I love Spoopy. it.
0: Spoopy. Okay, so when I look up Rus- Rus- Rusolka, Rusalka. Rusalka? Because I feel like it's selkie is like the root of the word. Yeah,
1: totally. It's somewhere I'm sure that it has, it like has Russian really selkie
0: similar. is the combination there.
1: Yeah, exactly. Manto <laughs> <laughs> for <laughs> Russian selkie. Sorry, Mac is it's being okay. very active. That's
0: <laughs> okay. So the plural for for a rusalka is rusalki. In the Slavic mythology, oh, she. Yes. Is a lake-dwelling soul of a child who died unbaptized or a virgin who has drowned, whether accidentally or on purpose?
1: <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why that makes me laugh. I think anything that's like a virgin, blah, 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 blah. It's like in uh, Hocus Pocus where like the yes. way that you find out that someone was a virgin is because yes. they drowned and then they come back as a yes. result.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> So they have different personalities depending on where you live. So, like in around the Danube River, they're called a different something else. But they are beautiful, charming girls, always dressed in light robes of mist, singing sweet, bewitching songs to pass I, it by.
1: Okay, fine. Well, it's too bad that there's no way I can become one of these because I've been married for so long. Because yeah, that sounds like a fantastic life, hanging out on a river wearing wispy robes. And singing. And yes. singing and drowning people when they're dicks. All right.
0: <laughs> I like this. And then um, the Ruzulki of Northern Russia are ugly, unkempt, wicked, invariably naked, and always eager <laughs> that's to ambush how,
1: how I see myself, how <laughs> others see me, if I've yes. ever heard of one.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Ruzulki love to entice men. The vile enchant them. And in Northern Russia, the, they also torture them. So, oh, and they also have, I mean, have like a risulky week where no one goes into the water. Literally. Dang. Yes. Because at the beginning of summer, the nymphs are supposed to emerge from the water and climb into weeping willow and birch trees until night. When they dance in rings of the moonlight and any point person joining them must dance until he dies. After that week, the grass grows thicker where they trod.
1: Oh my so. God. That's like, I have seen a recent Medusa sort of like Tumblr screenshot meme go around recently. That's like, All these Greek people knew that she would, that she, she got this curse that she was turning people into stone because of her hair or whatever. She isolates herself and lives in a cave alone. So as to not have that impact anyone. And yet still men find her and become stone. Yeah. They're like, no, we can't just leave you alone. We need to harass you and then turn into stone. (laughs) Like what do you is gonna happen you power? idiots
0: she doesn't do anything
1: exactly you know like what this... you're getting
0: into when you go through that door <laughs>
1: yeah exactly okay so of course because this is a celtic uh cryptid for me i was completely mispronouncing its name okay it's actually pronounced ket she
0: oh that's not surprising
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anything feel Celtic like that just happened. Drop yeah,
0: half the vowels from
1: there. I'm <laughs> like, none of the consonants that are written on this card were pronounced. All right, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so it is a fairy creature in Celtic mythology. Like I said, it has uh, it's like a large black cat with a white spot on its chest. Legend has it that spe- that the spectral cat haunts the Scottish Highlands. The legends surrounding this creature are more common in Scottish folklore, but a few occur in Irish, too. Some common folklore suggests that Ketchy was not a fairy, but a witch that could transform into a cat nine times.
0: Ooh, only nine times?
1: Yeah, and then after they would turned into a cat nine times, they would stay a cat forever.
0: So it's like Professor McGonagall, but you have limited options of when to turn into a cat. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. It's as large as a dog. It's called the King of the Cats. And the soul-stealing component is the people of the Scottish Highlands did not trust the Ketshi. They believed it could steal a person's soul before it was claimed by the gods by passing over a corpse before burial. Therefore, watches is called—this is something that I'm not even going to try to pronounce— Phil uh, I don't know. we performed night and day. Please don't correct me. That wasn't me. bad. I,
0: I can't. That was like, it. I was like, I was like, I was like, "Wow, she got that guttle pretty well."
1: <laughs> Jamie, shut your mouth. I know you have opinions about how I pronounce that, and I can't handle it. Unless you post in a group a video of you saying it, because I'd love to hear your voice. I can't yes. handle any Scottish criticism. <laughs> Anyway, uh, these watches, late wakes were performed night and day to keep the cat si- Catsy away before a corp from a corpse before burial. Methods of distractions, which sounds fun as hell, were <laughs> games of leaping and wrestling, catnip riddles, and music employed to keep Catsy away from the room in which the corpse lay.
0: So wait, wait—they wrestled with the corpse, or no? They with would each just other? like
1: hang out with each other and like sing and dance and. Wrestle. Sorry, and... wrestling
0: was like. Wait, who?
1: Are you but wrestling? there was no fires where the body lay because that attracted the kazi. oh
0: That sounds really awful in wintertime.
1: I know. I was thinking that too. But you know how people get with their death stuff. Maybe they can be like outside. Oh, but um... also there's a really fun Samhain link. Oh. On Samhain because Samhain is actually. I mean, like the the wheel is something that people talk about as being around since the ancient Celts, but a lot of it was sort of formalized in the early 20th century. Um, But anyway, this is like where they get that information because of traditions like this. So on Samhain, it was believed that a Ketzi would bless any house that left a saucer of milk out for it to drink. And those houses that did not leave out a saucer of milk would be cursed into having all of their cows milk run dry.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a very fay thing to do, like because that's what the feys do. Like
1: I think the more common interpretation is that it is a fairy like cat. Fairy cat.
0: Uh, yeah. The okay. witch
1: thing is like a little bit less consistent, right? But there is stuff where like that is the beginning of the lore about cats having nine lives. Is that it comes from this mythology. from that thing?
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, so we have like a selkie and we have like a fay ish.
1: Exactly. Cat. Exactly. I'm into this cat.
0: I know. So cool.
1: Catchy. I like you. A big giant dog sized cat. So I don't know. It, I don't know if you're in as many cat Facebook groups as I am, but no, <laughs> and a not. lot of them, they call black cats voids because when you take a picture of it, it just looks like <laughs> a void. Like a so cat. they'll be like, this is my eight year old void. Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> So cute It's so cute. Oh. So now, whenever I see a black cat, I think of that because it's just like the best. Yeah. Yeah. They'll be like, This is my orange and my void. And it's like an orange cat and a black cat. <laughs> I and love, just that love so them much. so much. And actually, oh, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, my grad school roommate had a black cat with a white spot on its chest.
0: Oh, or was the black cat with a white spot your roommate?
1: <laughs> oh, dang. Good call. <laughs> She wouldn't ever listen to this, but <laughs> Kristen, if you're a catchy, you have to tell me.
0: <laughs> I'll leave some milk out for you tomorrow. I
1: know. I was thinking that might be fun. I mean, I'm not worried about my cow's milk running dry, but. No, but just like for some extra good. But at the same time, I don't know if I want to draw any attention of the Fae.
0: They're a lot. I always <laughs> warn people around, around Lilith. I'm like, they're a lot you don't know what you're inviting and in. they're just a lot. So you just yeah. need to know what you're getting into with the yeah. fae.
1: People are like, I want to work with the fae. It's like, maybe like, you don't. A lot of stuff goes missing.
0: A lot of stuff goes missing. The, you, it, it's a give and take.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's not,
0: it's not like a, a relationship with like a familiar that's like, you get lots of things. The fae, it's a give and take and it can be a little stressful. So <laughs> just be careful. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, exactly. Know
0: what you're getting into research a lot and then decide.
1: Yeah, Totally. Well, those are—I don't even think we're gonna have time to read cards for these two wonderful cryptids. So Patreon shoutouts! Yay, Patreon! Yeah, we have some fun stuff happening as per usual. Yes. Slow down a little bit because both of—I don't know—I've just been such a slacker, but we still are posting stuff. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Hmm. We're doing our best as the seasons get busier. So. Yeah.
1: Exact a moon dough, as my dad would say. Let's see. And Sharon, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my gosh. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh
0: my gosh, why did my Four, five, six, seven. Okay, count to seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Sharon. That took way longer than (laughs) it should have.
1: Sharon, I hope you appreciate how much work Esther put into that. No, I was just
0: gonna edit it and just go. Sharon, your card is blah blah. No, you
1: have to leave all of it in. Now you have to leave you miscounting twice. What?
0: (laughs) It's unfair. Sharon, your card is the Seven of Pentacles. This Seven of Pentacles is so pretty. She has, like, f- pentacles in her hair and, like, flowers around her neck. Oh,
1: yeah. Esther's so using pretty. the Moon, Moon Power, Power Tarot.
0: Because it's so witchy without actually being witchy. So.
1: It's so pretty. And I am pulling a card for Sarah. And Sarah is one of our friends who I talk to a lot. Sarah is wonderful. And also, she's gone through a lot this year. So Sarah got the Three of Pentacles, which oh. Is- about collaboration, teamwork. Yeah, teamwork. Reaching out to people that love you. So I'm using our deck, which Patreon supporters get 20% off of. And it just Yay! took us 15 minutes to remember. To check and confirm. What the actual was. Before we number misspoke. Was. So good job. <laughs> good job, team. Woo! <laughs> We're off to a great start. So if you want to support us on Patreon, you or if you want to support us, period, you can do that via Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Also, our online shop has a one-time donation, and you're more than welcome to donate to us just there. We appreciate it so much. Any little nominal amount really, like, makes us feel super happy and also helps sort of offset some of the costs of doing this podcast.
0: Yes. It helps (laughs) us get some upgrades that are, have been direly needed.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And start planning to go to conferences next year. We'll see. We shall see. Anyway, thank you, Patreon supporters. We love you. We love you. Because we need to read some cards for ourselves. For
0: ourselves, we need to let the cards read us. You mean? That's yeah. And honestly,
1: happen. Fable's Den created the most hilarious spreads for Halloween. Both yes. of us separately bought <laughs> her PDFs. Yeah. It's like three fifty, and she's an awesome creator, so we don't mind at all.
0: I was a part of her Patreon when she had it up for a short while, and so like I did her spreads on Patreon and like saved everything. Cause I love her spreads so much. Cause even in her way, the Panda tarot book for almost every card, she has like a spread, like especially all the major arcana. She includes a spread for that major arcana. Yeah. So she's like a spread creating spread creating machine.
1: And her spreads are actually really cute. Really like cute. in addition yes. to being funny, she's her art is just so freaking adorable that it's yes. just like a cute spread. We actually asked her for permission to use these because we didn't want to like basically use her intellectual property on the podcast. And then have people not buy her, her spreads. spreads but yeah her she
0: has like let me, let me count i have the booklet in front of me one two 10. three four five six seven eight nine spreads
1: oh, okay oh it
0: says oh i should look at the cover it says nine spooky spreads instead oh. of counting like that's the eight, title yes. of
1: the pdf great job <laughs> and i've read it like three times so so we're gonna do two one for each of us yes. we are gonna do pumpkin pumpkin sprite. and mummy Yes. Uh, yeah and mummy So should we read the blurbs and then decide who wants what? I had assigned you mummy in our little thing,
0: but I I didn't know if you wanted to do mummy or not. I was just like,
1: ah. So the mummy intro is burdened with an unbreakable curse. You vow to exact vengeance on those who've wronged you and sought after your treasures after your treasures. (laughs) What's keeping you all wrapped up and gross right now? What's fueling your need for slow, painful deaths and corruption? Explore your destiny as a mummy with this spread. You can also use this spread to uncover negative thought patterns or behaviors that are affecting you right now, <laughs> so it's like it's like practical and also like doom and gloom. I love it so, much. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> Do you want to read the pumpkin sprite? Intro? Yes, I'll
0: read the pumpkin sprite. You're a spiteful, inanimate fruit with a wicked face where your core powers are machine gun, pumpkin seed, bullets, and a vengeful stare. How will you manifest and make use of your grumpy abilities to scare away innocent children prospecting for candy? Dripping with sour attitude and you've got nothing but time. The world will learn of your orange wrath and you shall make hum- humanity tremble. Use this spread to explore your bitterness and resentful nature or establish some neat boundaries. <laughs>
1: god okay yeah i do think that that's appropriate i like okay me doing mummy and you doing pumpkin. okay sprite.
0: because i've been very spiteful in the recent very very salty and like no, the recent i was month. just
1: thinking that i'm not okay not that you were but <laughs> yeah that i was
0: she was just like oh no this does not apply to me and i'm like it i'm very very salty right now for multiple unknown reasons so hopefully this spread will uncover the reasons why i'm a pumpkin sprite
1: i love it all right do you want to do that one first let's do it yeah we
0: can i am using do we want to both pull cars for each of us or yeah. what's going on
1: yeah. yeah, I think okay. that'll
0: be fun. The first position in the spread is Grumpy Seeds. What dissatisfies you the most? It's just going to be people. I'm just going to tell you, stupid people. There's not a card in tarot to, to like signify stupid people, but that's what dissatisfies you. Yeah, there you is.
1: Most. What about the Five of Wands?
0: Okay, bumbling idiots. But that's us. <laughs> and you don't dissatisfy me.
1: Ah, thanks, sweetie. Okay. What dissatisfies you the most? actually i should keep in mind you not me yes not you mine would be like not being home having to leave my house ever
0: (laughs) the four of swords
1: exactly the world (laughs) i know and i got the nine of pentacles the world esther oh there's no card that's just about all of humanity Here. Yeah. Everything exactly. political things here.
0: The world.
1: <laughs> and I got the Nine of Pentacles. So I think that like maybe like what dissatisfies you the most is not seeing your effort make changes in the world. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yes.
0: <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay, the second position is muscled lips. <laughs> Known for your seed spitting rapid fire and orange ratatatats. What fuel strength what fuels and strengthens your angry powers? (laughs) Do you appreciate my rock dead death? Yeah, that was beautiful.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm getting so many pentacles. God, I love this deck. It's so cute. All their outfits are so modern, like I think that both of us own this dress.
0: Oh yes. Oh yes. I own that in (laughs) black. Yes. Okay. You got the seven of pentacles?
1: Yeah. I
0: got the Ace of Cups. So what fuels and strengthens my Ace of Powers is my deep emotions. Yeah. And that I'm working all the time. And that you're
1: willing to put in the fucking work. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes,
1: that's what fuels my angry powers. That is your muscled lips. Is the- <laughs> My muscled lips. <laughs> Kim, these are the grossest things. <laughs> but very adorable. I know, that. I love it so much.
0: Okay. The third position is the evil stare. What lurks in your limbless aura? What makes you extra intimidating and untouchable? <laughs> My glowing personality. Yeah, exactly.
1: Ooh, I got the six of swords. What makes you extra intimidating is that you're really willing to be like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, fuck <laughs> this moving on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like who needs
0: this and i got strength which i think goes along with that like i know who i am and i'm willing to be like okay we're moving on from yeah
1: you make you intimidate you you make yourself intimidating and untouchable because you're like you just rise above it really quickly you're like fine (laughs) fuck you then fine what i don't
0: care (laughs) that's fine (laughs) this
1: one's called look at those unsuspecting victims (laughs) no
0: fourth position is look at those unsuspecting victims who deserves a good load of exquisite and refined bitterness right now The world. Do we have a second world card you can draw?
1: I mean, I do. I haven't pulled it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I got judgment, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's like
0: a lot of majors for this. Yeah, I know. This is an
1: intense spread.
0: And I got the Four of Swords. So everyone who's not working as hard as I am, (laughs) yeah, everyone
1: who's resting and not like like rising to their rising to the occasion, being lazy, deserves your refined bitterness.
0: And then the fifth position is Orange is the New Black. How shall the world drown in your rotten temper and your sinister humor?
1: Kim, I love you so much. These are, this is hilarious. She's such a good spread writer. They're so funny. She's like the best. Drown in your rotten temper and sinister humor. I got the Ace of Cups. I got
0: the emperor, so it's my emotions, but being like ruling under like my thumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drown in your rotten temper, or you're gonna try to control your emotions so much That's that they true. overflow, and it <laughs> and it drowns other this people. Is ridiculously me, temper.
0: like I just like <laughs> suppress, suppress, suppress because the world can't handle it. <laughs> this is like and a very accurate
1: out. spread too. This is very.
0: It's creepily scary.
1: So again, it was grumpy seeds, muscled lips, evil stare. Look at those unsuspecting victims. And oranges, <laughs> the new black.
0: I love it so much.
1: You are a pumpkin so sprite. I am a pumpkin sprite. Okay, so I'm a mummy.
0: Yes, you are a mummy. Which is, by the way, a good word to um, use with phonics for the "ah" sound and the uh sound because oh, they're like mommy. Mom. They're mummy. What's mummy like? like? Like for mom and Ma. mommy and so yeah.
1: Yeah. Katie, did you hear that? My I hope sister so. is in grad school for speech pathology, so I'm sure she's like, "Yeah, Holly, she's screaming at her car uh radio right now." Yeah, Holly. <laughs> of I course I heard that.
0: Know that. Esther had really good dictation <laughs> Mommy and mummy. Diction. Diction, thank you.
1: All right. So, I'm the mummy. The first one for the mummy is, "The curse that did me in. Allow your story to unwrap. How did you become a mummy? What were your gravely sins?"
0: Okay. So how did Holly become a mummy? How did Holly become a mummy? Okay.
1: <laughs> I got the six of cups. So nostalgia turned me into a mummy. So again, the mummy, the like little serious <laughs> thing is that you can use the spread to uncover negative thought patterns and behaviors.
0: And I got the knight of pentacles. So the knight of pentacles is slow moving. Be, you yeah. were too slow. So the mummy got you. And that's yeah. how he turns the mummy.
1: Well, how do people become mummies? Do they get bitten by mummies? That sounds wrong. No,
0: no they they get like their brain extracted and then like they become mummified and No, okay, like I a meant demon like, figuratively, inside. not
1: literally, How? Oh. We <laughs> <laughs> they take out all your soft bits and then because it's a dry environment And they put honey
0: inside of you in jars. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow the honey translates to bees and the bees I make you mummified. I know
1: mummy. that. Okay, so but in like like lore mythological lore a... I think you get cursed right
0: I mean there's lots of movies that are like the curse of the mummy that have Brendan Fraser in it so I'm going to trust him I
1: love him yeah Brendan Fraser knows what he's talking about yeah. Okay so yeah I think that I became a mummy I uh my gravely sins were being too focused on nostalgia and not moving forward fast enough Ooh, nice okay, the second position is the idiot that triggered the curse. <laughs> who or what awoke you from your slumber and set your evil ass loose? <laughs> okay, let's see. I got the hermit. <laughs> and I got strength. Wow, wow that's majors. interesting. Okay, yeah. So an idiot who set me loose being the hermit and strength.
0: Because strength is Leo.
1: Oh, so you turned me into a fairy. I did turn you into a mummy. <laughs> You I turned you my, loose on all these evil ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is toilet paper, I mean bondage of vengeance. Bondage of vengeance. That's a lot of G sounds. Okay. What is your ultimate evil goal in this current incarnation? Okay. What is Holly's
0: ultimate evil goal in the world? To smother people with her love. I will. The into just popped
1: out, so I'm shuffling it back in. Two <laughs> on the nose. The popped out. <laughs> <laughs> as foretold yeah. by the
0: mummy curse. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> the two of pentacles. My ultimate evil goal is finding balance.
0: And I got the knight of wands. So moving oh. forward. Yeah, exactly. Speed. So that's like
1: stop being the knight of pentacles. Start being the knight of wands. All right, so bringing balance forward, moving, you know, helping. people. Yeah, because you life.
0: like because like you you like to maintain a healthy, balanced life in your house. Except
1: for not a lot lately, jeez, Louise.
0: That's why you need to grab onto the knight of wands and just do it. Just fucking break the door down and just make your life balance.
1: Yeah, totally. Okay, what is your message? Oh, groaning and moaning. What is your message to those who have wronged you slash who sought after your treasure?
0: Treasures
1: treasure i got temperance
0: <laughs> is anyone really surprised not really nope
1: <laughs> what is the message to those yeah.
0: the message to those who have wronged holly is Chill the lovers
1: out. oh i like that then that's not bad temperance the lovers and the lovers and temperance. Being kind of like about balance and choice and stuff that's actually kind of nice
0: balance my life and my relationships and my choices
1: yeah what is your message for those who have wronged you lover and temperance i'm into it Okay. All right, the curse is broken. How do you break the curse and free your spirit from this exhausting, unending dread? <laughs> that would have been a good That's time a for uh, t- uh, for temperance to come out for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Two of Cups and the Ace of Cups just popped out. Oh, <laughs> Nathan's been traveling for work all week, so that kind of is very sweet.
0: And the Page of Pentacles, start planting those... Ace of Cups because you need your cup filled because your cup is empty and so you have to start enacting that planting and
1: yeah, working on together. your cups. That'll help break yeah. this curse. I yeah. won't be a mummy anymore. Actually, I need to rewatch the mummy because I can't remember if the curse is broken they just die, right? So do you want the curse to be broken? <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, 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 well, I feel like it's, like, one of those endings that's not, like, like where the bugs still survive, so the bugs can go into another movie. Oh, body.
1: right. I
0: feel yes, like it's yes. that. I've only seen it, like, when I was in, a child on TV, TNT specifically. So there's commercial <laughs> breaks. We need to rewatch it. I do need
1: to rewatch it. Because it's it. the Brendan Fraser songs. It is. I need him more. I know. I love, I love him. him. All right. Well, go check out Fables Den spreads. They're on her website. She links to them on her Instagram, which is just Fables Den, yeah. And these guys it's are amazing. so
0: cute. We'll tag her in our stories and yeah. link them in the show notes.
1: Yeah, there you go. Good call. Awesome. So next week we're going to be doing the Marigold Tarot, and we're really excited about it. It's yeah. so pretty. You so have the pretty. one with the gold edges, right?
0: No, I did. I didn't get the one with the gold edges, but that's oh, fine great. because it makes it's easier to sh- yeah, it's easier to shuffle. So right, I- I'm right. fine with that.
1: Yes, I really kind of think that the gilding is needs to go on the outs. Yes. It's so sharp. Anyway. It is very sharp. So that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com, including a handy dandy form to submit questions with.
0: And also tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. It helps us grow and we really appreciate it. You
1: just got so Southern. Oh,
0: I did. I didn't mean to.
1: I loved Maybe it. Maybe it's
0: because I'm tired.
1: You can also follow us on Instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our Facebook community by searching wildly tarot podcast on Facebook. And also you can
0: support us on Patreon. We would love your support.
1: And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We Yay! love you. Happy
0: and Happy Halloween. Yes. Happy. Have a spooky day. <laughs> I'm trying not to cackle and like wake everyone up on my apartment building. So you're welcome. <laughs> love you, bye. We love you. <laughs>